I'm Cindy. What's your name? I hate girls. <laughs> Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello, welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Good. How you doing? All right. Good, good, good. Our... uh... Special 2022 Christmas episode today. Yeah. A little almost. late, but it's still yeah, before Christmas. Yeah, I was going to say, almost didn't happen, but it's <laughs> happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, this is our Christmas is. present to you. It's a Christmas doubleheader. To think, yeah, yeah, doubleheader for sure. Well, before we get into that, uh, you watch anything recently? Last night, I watched uh, oh. Emily the Criminal. Are you familiar oh, with that? Oh, was that any good? Was it I, good? Yeah, it was very good. I liked it. So I'm a I'm a you know, I'm a big fan of any kind of con con game. I just find that kind of stuff fascinating. And yeah. also uh Aubrey Plaza is right just crazy. So the two of those <laughs> combined, I loved it. It was fantastic. Was there anyone else in there with her or was she like the main just the only person? Um I mean, there's, I don't know, who, I don't know who any of the other, you know, actors were, but, um, she's the only one I knew. But okay. She's funny. She's funny as hell. But I mean, oh, that wasn't yeah. a comedy, but, but. No, right. Yeah, no, good. she just says a whole, do you ever see her when she did that, uh, that hot wings thing where they eat the, uh, no, you know, so I've, I've watched all, I've watched all these YouTube videos of her interviews. That's actually. I didn't know really? anything about her, and I stumbled, I stumbled across this YouTube. <laughs> well, I, I stumbled across these YouTube videos of her, like on Letterman, um, and I'm like, "These are like, who is this girl? She's funny as hell. Like, just her her interviewing skills are like crazy. Yeah, she's just so no, funny. I agree. So, so then I was like, um, I think I want. Then I saw her in an episode of uh, Criminal Minds, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's a good crazy part for her." And then, yeah. um, you know, my my daughter was big into Parks and Rec, and she told me that she, you know she's she was in that, and right? And the, the only other thing I've seen her in, I think, was uh, what is it, uh, Safety Not Guaranteed? That time yeah, that was a weird from, movie, huh? It was pretty good though, but it was yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, but yeah, so like I, she for me, she's famous from YouTube interviews on Letterman or whatever. So that's that's really how I famous for YouTube interviews. Her. Okay. I'm sure and, she'd and then, appreciate that. Then my daughter told me that her her Twitter hashtag or her Twitter name is uh, Evil Hag, and then I, so then I noticed last night the the movie we watched was Evil Hag Productions. So that was a oh. little tie in there. So pretty good. Yeah, good. But yeah, other than that, I haven't watched shit. So um, I enjoyed that. That was a good one. I recommend it. But how about you? Um, I finished up, <laughs> I don't know, kind of watching on a whim um, on Netflix that uh, documentary about the kid that tried to get the Harrier jet from Pepsi with the Pepsi points back in the day. I uh, yeah yeah I remember it when that was a, like when that was like a news item back in the day. Right, exactly. But I never really followed it, you know. No, I didn't either. How, how, how was they it? They didn't get a jet. No, it was fine. No, 
And no, what was settlement? interesting is I did not realize that the the lawyer in it it was uh, one of the lawyers that was part of it at least was Michael Avenatti or whatever his name is, the guy that was like representing one of the people suing Trump back in the day. Remember, he was like all over the news, and you could tell he oh, was no kind kidding, of a no. kind of a scammer guy, and you know he's just been busted for he's been put in jail for fraud, <laughs> but um, <laughs> and like. As a lawyer, so they were talking about him a lot of it. Like the one, there were like two people involved in this, and one of the guys kept talking about him how he wanted to do stuff. He's like, "Yeah, no, nah, I didn't want to do that." Or what? And then you know, like, what do you think of him now? They're like, well, let's just say this: he's in jail, and I'm out here. I'm like, oh Jesus! Yeah, right. <laughs> but, it's, but did they end up getting a settlement or something? I mean, spoiler to anyone who's listening. But you know, I was watching the end while I was making dinner, and I'm trying to think. They did <laughs> offer a settlement. They did offer a cinema, and they turned it down, and they tried to get something else, and then they lost that case. I think they lost everything. Oh, that, I don't think they got it. That, that kind of sucks. If you, uh, yeah. But if they would have taken the sentiment, they would have been fine. They were offering like a million dollars. Right. like, no. So. Wow. And what pisses me off is there's something else I watch. I know, and I wanted to talk about it, and I cannot for the life of me remember right now. So that's how good it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounds like it. <sighs> I can't remember what it was. I'm, I'm actually, like, as you were talking, I was looking at my phone and looking at, like, the different, uh, like, uh, app, streaming apps you know. <laughs> that you were Yeah, on. exactly. <laughs> like, which, you know, was it, was it a Hulu show? Was it, you know, but I, I don't remember. Um, yeah. I know it was not spirited. It, <laughs> Did you yeah, watch that? Spirited. No. Did you watch that at all? Yeah, I no, no. I'm not really super interested in it. Um, yeah. Not that I don't like the two people in it, but I just don't know if I want to watch that. Yeah. Anyway, if I think of it, I'll bring it up. But that's all I can think of right now. I wasn't, you know, I've just been watching a lot of usual reruns stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So speaking of reruns, what did we watch? What, what Christmas episodes Spe- did we watch? <laughs> So do we want to reveal them both and then Well, let's do in? which well, shoot. So I I don't know what order <laughs> you watched them in. I just realized <laughs> that I did it in chronological order. So did you do it that way? But so did I. You? Okay. So, ran, just, so what was you the know, first by, one? By random random chance. The yeah. Voice of Christmas. Yeah. That is The Brady Bunch, season 1, which that whole season I is I find eerie almost and it's episode 16 why do you um, find it eerie i don't know because i i think it's one of the and, I, and maybe i could be wrong but in my experience it's one of the uh least played seasons on television oh. so well, I, and I think I, when and you I remember see you it, said you were like one of the you're like the biggest uh oh, fan of um the brady, brady bunch. bunch yeah i think i think we need to have some kind of like brady bunch trivia <laughs> I need to find something to, to get involved with because, because I'll tell you, when this episode started, I, I had one of my boys watching with me, and I'm like, Mike is going to get his finger stuck in the bow while she's tying that. <laughs> that's how, that's how well I remember. Like, he's like, Dad, you need help. So, how did he? Yeah, did he like the like, episode? He left uh, after a few <laughs> minutes. So he left shortly after that. I'm, so I'm going to give it a no. He's going to. You know, oh, the old but, finger in the bow gag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that might have been a turnoff, but um, so yeah, and but then I, um, I do like that we have the classic Brady Bunch theme before the kids started singing it. I thought that this was one? the kids. No. Yeah. Here's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three oh, wow. very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold. Now I cut it off. I don't know who exactly. So like, I, there was I pictured a band Glenn harmonizing that. Right. There was a band that called the Peppermint Trolley Company that did it. They. So I saw someone said they did it for the pilot, so and like wrote it and arranged it. I'm not sure if it's still the same thing. I think it is, but I don't know because I didn't go and watch the pilot to see if it was the same thing. But the pilot like in the notes in IMDb, too. and I thought in the credits at the end of the episode it said the Peppermint Trolley Company. But nice, wow. But yeah, that, I, I don't know. I was singing. I was over. singing along. I was singing oh, yeah. along, so I, I didn't really notice. I just thought it was, you know. Did you notice that one point in there when they're all looking around? That one point when they're all looking around there, Mike Brady looks kind of irritated with one of the kids. <laughs> He's like I, looking I'm around, like, beat you later. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Can't take you. I fucking told you anywhere. to stay out of that square. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. So yes, it's uh, the voice of Christmas. Who is the voice of, the voice Christmas? of Christmas? Carol is. Yeah. All right. So what's I going guess. on? How do we start this one off? All right. Um, well, yeah. So aside from well, that said, fantastic yeah. classic, <laughs> you know, opening, um, and I want to—I just want to mention 1969. That's the year this aired, right? Did we say that already? If no, not, we did not. Yeah, it is. It's, 1969. Yep. I, I watched this on Pluto TV. Um, yeah, me too. Okay, because I was going to ask. I think th- I think there may be a lost scene here, but we'll talk about that. Um, like a lost scene that we right. did not see, or a lost scene that we did. Yeah, see? no, that, that we that we did not see, and it could be my childhood memory filling in gaps that don't exist. But, <laughs> but we'll, we'll talk like substituting that. other episodes, it's possible. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. So, all right. So at the opening, we have Alice and Mike. Um, in what room would you say that is? It's like the. Uh, I, I would call it a family like, room. I don't know if it's that's like the family room. It. it almost looks like an addition that was put on. That leads out yeah, to the that house yard. is really funkily laid out. Yeah. Well, Mike's an architect, for, you know. Right. For a yeah, a guy so, who was an architect. Yeah. Yet another, yet another Mike. Yeah. And the, you know, the joke, the old joke goes, you know, Mr. Brady was an architect, and he built a house for six kids with one bathroom. So. Well, I think the house was already built, right? They moved into it. The girls moved into it afterwards. Yeah, that's true. But it still had like the Jack and Jill bathrooms, you know. Right. But, yeah. My right. guess is, my guess is the original setup was Greg got his own room, and the other two had to share a room, and they shared a bathroom. Oh no wonder he's so bitter all the time. But yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway, they're wrapping Alice and, and Mike, and Alice is in full uniform. Um, all the time. House, all the time. Housekeeping. Housekeeping uniform. I wonder which, if they supplied that uniform for her. Maybe it's you know part of the deal. Like, why do you make her wear that, though? <laughs> she's but, a professional, I mean, and that's what she does. She's just going to wear it anyway. Yeah, but she's like a member of the family. I know. Well, I know. not, yeah, she is not as much here yet, but yeah, definitely. It's is. almost like that, you know, to keep her in her place, they make her wear that. <laughs> right. Know. Hey, it, I just so, want you to know that you are not actually 
part of the family. (laughs) Don't forget you work for us, so keep this uniform on. Um, So then Carol comes in, and she, you know, right off the bat, she lost her voice. Uh, She's whispering, and it's tragic, really. Mike embraces her. And really, I felt like at the end of that first scene, we all really needed some time to collect ourselves because it was it was devastating. No, right. She just she lost her voice. She was not happy. And we find out I, that that present that they were wrapping, Mike bought her a recorder because he realized how much she liked hearing herself sing that he thought she, she would get a kick out of recording it. I shouldn't say wow. that he liked, she liked hearing herself. She liked singing, so she he thought she would get a kick out of hearing herself sing. Now, seeing as how this was 1969, you notice how big that box was. <laughs> it was recorded. You think that was like a reel-to-reel setup? It had to be, right? It, it, yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Like this big thing that would take up like half the kitchen table if she was going to record it. Right, right. Let's play that back, you know, and she'd whip out the the reels and yeah. But um, yeah, so so the very next scene we see Carol sitting on, in the same room, but uh, on the like on the sofa or couch or whatever's there, and she's in her robe and her slippers under a towel with the humidifier going, um, and Mike's on the phone with the doctor, and he's repeating everything in the conversation, right? Like the what doctor? She has what? Laryngitis? Yeah. You know, and it's like. And first he gives her. Sure. It sounds like the doctor gives him like the official name of laryngitis. Like, right. just tell him laryngitis. Right. You don't have to be cool then I was and thinking, give him the like, full name. Is, is this where we all learned what laryngitis was? Maybe. You know, probably as, kid, yeah. as kids. Yeah. But, yeah. but uh, you know, and he gets off the phone and the doctor says, you know, you strained your voice. I guess some heavy lifting singing or something. Yelling at the kids. Probably a little bit do, of both, right? Singing a lot yeah. and then coming home and yelling at the kids. Right, right. So he's for like, playing ball better, in the house. To... <laughs> yeah, for playing ball in the house. Um, <laughs> but to get to get better, she, she has to rest her voice, which literally means resting her entire body, I think. Right. Um, yeah, everything is resting. Right. Yeah. Yes. And it's a good um, thing they already but, have Alice, so this way she doesn't have to bother cooking for anyone because, you know. Right? Like, what What was she doing? She's like, there's well, so much to do. she would always help Alice. And she would go grocery shopping. I get. I mean, she would drive, you know. Right. I'm, you know, as you know, having kids, right, she probably had to drive those kids. Well, wait, it's the 60s? No, she probably didn't drive them anywhere. Go walk over probably there. Probably not. <laughs> no, yeah, we'll we'll talk about yeah. that too in a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but I guess she has a lot to do, which you know, yeah, behind the scenes, not sure what she does. But the boys, uh, the boys get back with the Christmas. Well, Mike says when the boys get back. Well, with before the Christmas that, tree, yeah. But wait, before that, I'm out. sorry. I just want to mention one thing. So about Alice having Alice. Was this like a common thing in the sixties? Because they just made it seem like, well, yeah, we just we just have a maid. Yeah, you right. Know, like, how much yeah, money do you need to have to have a like now? You know, we wouldn't have a maid because we couldn't afford. It. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, well, shit. Was that just like, he, I mean, he's got thing? six kids. No, I and know. A maid? I understand that. I understand that he needs 
No, I'm saying how does he afford it? You got six kids. You're pretty much broke anyway. So how? I don't care how much money you make. You have six kids. (laughs) You're broke. So I'm not sure. Back then, money went pretty far. You know, she didn't. Carol didn't work. So it's not like she brought in any money. Single income. Now I don't know. You know, maybe there's some. Maybe there's some insurance money we don't know about because they both are widowers, right? Could be. That's true. We should investigate so, that. Yeah. And also, Alice could be part of human trafficking for all of them. <laughs> well, that could have been like a special, like, remember when they did all those spinoffs of the Brady's? That could have been a dark one. Like, they're investigating Carol Brady for insurance fraud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both of them, you know? Right. This could have gone any direction. <laughs> Huh. Your husband Brady's. died with a million dollar policy three weeks after you guys signed it off. <laughs> right. have you While been you were Mr. hiking Brady? together, and uh, yeah, all right, yes. So, all right, so we, <laughs> I think this is the part you were going to talk about. So, what were you going to say next about what happened? Oh, it, it, there? The, then the boys come through. They're trying to come through the front door. So now, you know, here we go. You know, Mike Brady sends his three. Not even, te- I mean, what, maybe one of them's a teenager. He sends them out right. to to get a Christmas tree. Um, never in my life did my dad send me out by <laughs> myself to get to pick out the family tree. And it, right. if he did, I'm sure I would have done a shitty job of doing it. But, right. but they come in, and they're, like, struggling with this tree to get it through the door. And they're arguing, and they're, they're yelling, and, you know, because it's a tight squeeze through the door. And then, you know... The kids don't realize it, but Mike, you know, being he's a genius architect, he put in a yeah. double front door, so he, right. he swings open the other door. Right. And they, they come in. They feel pretty stupid which about I, themselves. Which I wish my house had now for stuff like that. You know, my grown up house had that double door thing. Yeah. My house now does not have that. It w- if you it want would anything be nice. if you want anything a little wider, you gotta go through like the slider door in the back of the house or something like that. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. I think that's how the right. movers had to bring some stuff in. But so how did they get this tree home? Do they like strap it to their bikes and just drag it home? Do they walk home did, with it? Did I they mean, walk it? I don't know. I mean, they could barely get it, it in the door. How do they walk it home? Like how far away was this place? It seemed pretty I, I, excessive for. Yeah, it was, a, it was a big tree. Big tree. I mean, this was 60s, built, you know, kids were more built in stand. Yes. Is that how the stands worked back then? You don't put water in them. You just nail a couple two by fours to the bottom and right. Stands up. Yeah. Well, I think that's just the stand that they use at the uh, the lot. At the. Then you're supposed to do okay. something on your own. Yeah. Okay. Because they didn't even have any like branches trimmed off the bottom to make it fit in anything else, really. No, no, you're right. They didn't. Um. But once they get it in, um. Carol's like, she's going to leave it up to the men on where to put it. Mike was like, hey, where should we put it? And she's like, yeah, you know, she kind of like can't talk. So she mouths, you know, I'll leave it up to you guys. And this is the part that I think is the the lost scene. I thought she did that. And then Mike's like, okay, how about over there? And they move it over there. And then I see her like shaking her head at Mike. And then he's like, oh, well, how about over here? And they move it over to another spot. I swear that happened. It did happen. I saw it. I saw it. Oh, it didn't happen on my, when I watched it. <laughs> Did it like go wonky when it showed a commercial? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, because the maybe boys brought it in it. and the they all put it in one spot, and she's like, 
Oh, no. And then, you know, he's like, no, let's put it over here by the stairs or whatever. So they put it over there by the stairs. He moves the table thing out of the way. And she's like, no, 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 back over there. And then, or whatever. Okay, yeah, I didn't see, I didn't see any. And then she changes her mind and goes back to where they were in the first place. Yeah. That's what I remember. Yeah. Yeah, because so for me, the next thing is when she says, I'll leave it up to you guys. The next thing I know, the trees in the corner decorated already, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's, it's something totally definitely skipped that part. Something definitely went wonky on your thing. All right. Good to know. So yeah. Good to know. But so yeah, yeah, basically she, she might memory she does, pay, pays off. Yeah, she does like a typical in TV show land uh woman nice thing back then. Nice like not, disclaimer, Mike. Like I, not being able to make up her mind. <laughs> you're like TV show thing and back well, then. Well, I mean, that was like definitely double. a thing, especially back then. Uh, women, they don't know what they want. Direct your, your emails to Mike F, <laughs> you know, as in Frank, at I used to watch this.com. Um, no, you don't have to do but that. But yeah, you're right. She did. Um, okay, good. So did anything else happen? No, that was it. Then we cut to uh, Alice uh, making some potion for yeah. uh for carol now at first so uh i'll play a clip in a minute i got a clip of, a little bit clip of it at first i thought she was making something for her to drink or something like that and you know yeah like a soup mike's like this smells disgusting you're never gonna get her to take that or do that or whatever and then she you know talks about getting more vinegar and says some of the things that are in it which almost none of them do i recognize <laughs> so um and then she's like, no, we're going to put it on a, they put it on a towel and you wrap it around your neck. I'm like, oh, okay. But here, let me uh, play this here. Hold on a second. If I can find. There we go. Ah, that smells terrible, Alice. I don't think you're going to get Mrs. Brady to try it. We may not smell like gardenia, but the main thing is it's a cure for laryngitis. <laughs> now that needs more vinegar. Vinegar? <laughs> What else have you got in that witch's brew? Oh, oil of camphor, tar, pepper, mustard powder. My grandmother's secret remedy. How could she keep it a secret? You can smell it for 15 miles. <laughs> You're going to soak that cloth in that stuff and get Mrs. Brady to wear it around her neck? That's the idea. Good laugh track. Just to let you know where it's Good. funny. Yeah, like right. all those things, I don't really recognize any of those ingredients she's talking about, except for vinegar. Did she say tar? <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. It sounded like she said it, tar. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. So. Oh, and then this is where he says, you know, he says to Alice, he's like, you know, I might return that tape recorder. He's like, I'm worried this is going to make her feel extra bad. Like, she's not going to be able to never talk again in her lifetime. I know, just, right? You know, it that's sucks. A, yeah. I think everyone's way oversensitive about what happened. Right. Well, everything like, if that's, pretty much. Remember, everything had to be a tragedy. I, you know, I was going to say, if that's the biggest problem the Brady's have, you know, they're in good shape. <laughs> if that's the biggest so, problem you have with six kids, you're doing pretty good. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, so now, so now Carol's decorating the tree. Oh, before uh, that, though, I will say Greg comes walking in. He's like, hey, what's for lunch? And he smells the pot. He's like, never mind. I'm going on a diet. And he leaves. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, 
But then Carol's decorating the tree, and Alice comes in after her with this secret remedy, and Carol's <laughs> literally running running from her. Yeah. Uh, so to get her to try it, Alice wraps it around her own neck to, to show her, I guess, that it won't eat your skin away. And then <laughs> it won't kill you. She's like, you'll... <laughs> you'll be you'll be cured in twenty four hours. So she's like, this 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 works. So just do it. And um, you know, Mike comes in and he's talking. He's like, yeah, you know, it just might just work. Uh, but he doesn't even want to get close enough to kiss her because she's got this uh-huh. thing wrapped around her neck. Uh, but then they go into like some deep throat kissing. Um, <laughs> so it, it, it it may have some aphrodisiac powers as well right yeah it's like double duty right right um then what do we see and then mike says you know hey i'll go take the kids to finish christmas shopping and just what you want to do like right around what is this like the 23rd of december with six kids is go to the mall that sounds like a lot of fun and did he take all of them that's nice of him he said kids, so I don't know. We only see one kid, so I don't know. But yeah, and that's yeah. what I wanted to mention. He 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 gets Cindy, who says she's six years old in this episode, right? And he leaves her to wait in line with Santa for Santa by herself at the mall. <laughs> right. Different times, it's man. Like, I guess because to me, like alarm bells went off. Like that's. You notice there were like no other parents disaster. waiting with their kids either. Holy crap, man! That's yeah. I, you know, and and you know it's like oh well yeah it didn't things didn't happen back then. I think they did, and I think we oh, just no, didn't they hear did. About them, you but, just didn't know about them. As much. Know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they so. certainly they most certainly did happen. Um, now parents have like the crap scared out of them. They can't leave their kids anywhere. So. Right, right, right. They just yeah, it wasn't on the news all the time. <laughs> but uh you know hey you know you're gonna go sit with santa you'll be fine he'll protect you don't worry about it i'm sure he's not some weirdo guy that only does this job once a year for you know <laughs> right. minimum wage <laughs> right yeah but anyway so she goes and she's you know super cute as cindy always is right in this show she sees a boy in front of her by himself hi my i'm cindy what's your name is like i hate girls <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, what was up with that? I don't know. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Right. And she's like, okay, psycho. Um, and then we see that same boy on Santa's lap, like, given this, like, laundry list of things that he wants. Like, I don't remember. All, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, then Cindy goes to see him. And what, uh, what does he do? What does she have to say? She's like, she doesn't want any toys, Mike. She, no. you know, says like, come on, you got to want something. He's like, I just want my mommy to get her voice back. And you know, of course, we all melt. Santa melts, and he's like, <laughs> I'm sure she'll get her voice back. Right. And, and uh, I, I do have a clip of her talking to Santa. If you want to okay, hear it, yeah, you'll, you'll see why yeah. he gives in. Yeah. Right. Oh, I don't want any toys. No toys. You must want something for Christmas. I do. I want my mommy to get her voice back. Your mommy's voice back? Mommy's got laryngitis. Real bad. Well, that is a shame. And she has to sing at church on Christmas. 
Well, Cindy, I, I don't think I can... Oh, please, Santa. It's all I want for Christmas. Well, you certainly are a sweet, unselfish little girl. I'm sure your mommy will get her voice back. Oh, thank you. <laughs> like the music behind there and everything is like trying to tug at your heartstrings with the violins going... Right. And Santa, and, uh, you know, Santa just making like, promises he can't keep. Yeah, I'm like, I'm never going to see this kid again. Sure, your mom's going to be right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> be even better than before. Yeah. Right. So, and, uh, what, uh, so, yeah. then Santa gets a visit in the locker room. Who does he get a visit from? <laughs> yeah, like, Mike goes to visit Santa in the locker room. Like, he's going <laughs> to beat him down. <laughs> You know, like seriously, if you're Santa and some parent comes into the locker room to like lecture you, right? It's you know, it's go time. But they cut the scene where Mike beats Santa to a pulp, right. Yeah, we, we yeah, only they... see him scolding Santa. <laughs> we just see him yelling at Santa, saying, "How could you do something like that for a little kid? She believes in you." Blah, blah. And then we just cut everything out. We just see him laying in a heap as he walks out, <laughs> steps <laughs> right. steps over him. Goes out the door. Yeah, gives, him a, gives him a kick on the way out. But, <laughs> um, and then when when he gets home, um, let's see. Cindy goes home and she tells her mom, you know, that, hey, everything's cool. Santa's going to bring your voice back. And you know, Mike comes in there and he's like, uh, Cindy, let's you know, can I take take you outside for a minute? <laughs> and yeah, then he, they just walk around the yard. Yeah, he's he's like pacing around the yard. She's like, are you just walking around? He's, then she thinks he's going to scold her because probably she maybe overheard what he said to Santa. <laughs> I don't know. But she's like, uh, he's like, I heard you yelling at so... Santa. Am I in trouble? <laughs> yeah. What was that all about? But he's just like, you know, don't get your hopes up. And Mike basically tries to break it to her. But uh, yeah. even he gives up. He's just like, screw it. I can't tell her. Right. Maybe this is where they got the idea for Bad Santa was from this. Yeah, could be. Could be. Um, What does my next note even mean? Oh, the girls are asking each other where they should hide the boys' presents. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like, oh, where should we hide it? Well, we should, you know, I I don't really remember where they even said. They're like, no, they'll look there, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the boys, It's just a chance to inject a joke, you know. Right. And the boys were like, they were on like a secret mission. You know, like the like yeah, like the All music right, changed. The plan. And, <laughs> right, yeah. it's like they were like drawing like out a map. Thing. All right, you go, you go around the you flank crawl under and bring it into the attic where the ghosts right. are, and then I'll go into Dad's den and hide something there. <laughs> I wired this up. Oh, and then and... so, <laughs> and then Bobby says. You know, because they're like being super serious about it, and Bobby's like, "Should I eat it if I get caught hiding it?" <laughs> and Greg's like, "What is wrong with you?" Yeah, he's still yeah, young. So, and Mind then uh, we get uh, now we go see Alex, Alex, Alice, <laughs> breaking into Mike and Carol's room to hide a present. I'm not sure who she's trying to hide it for. Who the presents for? Do they say? Like who is she hiding a present for in their room? Like who would Do I, I who would she be buying presents for? Either. Sam. I don't know. But anyway, she goes and she's like going to all these different spots, and then she goes under the bed, and Bobby's under there with the present, <laughs> like still I, with. I the, did not see the scene. You, 
Really? Yeah, I got yeah. ripped off. You two missing scenes. Yeah. Wow. So, um, okay. okay, what do you have as the next scene then? The next scene, it's nighttime and Greg, you know, the kids are in bed. The boys in the boys' room, we see Greg listening to the radio. He shuts it off, puts on his robe, kind of head, heads downstairs. And, well, he brings a flashlight with him because, you know, you got to walk around the house, you bring a flashlight with Right, you. and on the radio, don't they talk about where Santa has been located, right? Yeah, yeah, some, like, reporting from Canada. They have seen him heading towards New York or something. And, yeah. Um, so Greg goes downstairs. He's like, I guess he's kind of snooping at the gifts. I but guess, then he doesn't really yeah. give a shit, so he just sits down no. and Marsha's like, what's going on? He's like, oh, this sucks. Mom's lost her voice. You know, and then Peter comes out of the woodwork and Jan and you know, suddenly Alice appears. And um, just an odd observation. Everyone had slippers on except for Greg. He, <laughs> kind of he grew out of his. There. He had to give him down, hand him down to Bobby and he didn't get a replacement pair yet. <laughs> yeah, right. He grew out of them and had to pass those down. Because um, you know that's what happened to that house. With six kids, there was a lot of hand-me-down shit going on. You had to. Yeah, yeah. You can't go to Sears and get yeah. a new pair of Tuskins for every kid every week. No, you t- and employ a, uh, a, a maid. full-time live-in maid, yeah. Yeah, live-in. That's uh, right, live-in maid, yeah. not just even a maid. Right. Maybe that. Maybe they yeah. didn't pay her much because she got to live there rent-free. Could be. Maybe it was just, yeah, indentured servitude or something. <laughs> I don't know. But, All right, well, I was going that time. That far down. <laughs> um, All right. So then, yeah. Right. So Alice finds them, and they're like, "Maybe we should just cancel Christmas because Mom can't sing." I'm like, "Dude, what kid is gonna say that? You got a right? tree full of presents, you know, a couple of GI Joes in there, probably. Who knows what else? And Who you're gonna cancel because mom, mom can't sing. You know what you'd be thinking? Yeah. You'd be thinking, "Awesome, Mom can't sing. We don't have to go to church." You know, really <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what I was just gonna say. Oh, maybe we don't have yeah. to go. We can open <laughs> these presents even earlier. We can play with them all day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And then Alice gives some big monologue about, you know, hey, your mom wouldn't want you to feel this way. She, You know, it's not about, I don't What did she say? It's not she, about her. She does a rever- reverse psychology. She's like, yeah, you're right. Let's cancel. I'll throw the turkey out. We'll get rid of this tree. <laughs> we'll turn all these presents. And the kids are like, wait no <sighs> you know and then she just said yeah your parents you know that's not what they would want you know they yeah. want you know, whatever they want you and to be happy mike's at the top of the stairs and he he gives Listen, alice yeah. the the okay hand signal good job she, she, yeah. you've just increased your christmas bonus to seven dollars <laughs> yeah, right you can stay you know you can stay <laughs> in that room as long as you want but um <laughs> In that, that room downstairs next to the laundry. <laughs> the, the broom closet, yeah. Uh, <laughs> does she get a day off? How does that work? Yeah, I she gets days not. off because she would go on later on date with dates with Sam. So Yeah, it would just be like for the night or whatever. But That's true. She must, right? Do the laundry. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So the kid, the kids no longer want to cancel Christmas. Um, imagine, Christmas. imagine though that laundry room—it's probably never quiet with six freaking kids in there. Holy crap! The <laughs> machines probably running twenty-four-seven. Yeah. They must have more than one machine. Maybe it's like a like a laundromat, but 
Remember there was an episode where they put too much soap in the machine when we were kids? Yeah. <laughs> they but put anyway, like the whole they put the whole box in there. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to go down though. Any rabbit holes here. Oh god, we could be here forever talking about Brady yeah. That was one of my favorite episodes though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it Bobby I think got trapped in there, right? I think it was um Or was it Peter? I don't know if it was Bobby or Peter. I want to say Peter. Because I think he, he crawled into some abandoned building to save somebody's cat. And, or no, maybe that was Bobby. I don't know. I, I got to brush up on my Brady stuff. Or, yeah. Um, let's see. All right. So what? I think then they're just in bed, right? Is this like Christmas Eve? They're in bed? I don't know what they They're sleeping, yes. In the same bed, mind you. Which yeah, TVs. I don't know if they were the first show to do it, but you know, this was pretty early on in the sharing a bed scenario on TV. This was ground groundbreaking. Yeah. Um. And what? There's a sound. Carol's humming in her sleep. She's humming Christmas songs. Yes. It was weird. That it, it was it weird. Worked. But it yeah. was weird. But so Mike wakes her up, and he's like, "Sing." You, you gotta sing, and she's like, "What the hell? I'm sleeping." What and then she breaks into song, you know. Yeah, and she sounded pretty good for literally waking up in the middle of the night singing. Yeah, I yeah. can barely talk when I wake up in the morning. No, the middle I mean of night. you gotta hack out some phlegm and like. You know. <laughs> I mean, she was probably only like 30 years old here, but true. <laughs> or maybe a little yeah. older, but I'm not sure how old she was. Um, but here, yeah, I, I do have a clip of it. Do you want me to play it so you can yeah. hear the? The I don't I do not have her singing in church though. Now this is sleeping. Yeah, it's more. Sing. Sing? At this hour? I can't even talk. I just did. Oh Mike! I'm not dreaming. I'm awake. I can talk. Sing, honey, sing. Oh, come all ye faithful. That's all I know. Now, I am surprised actually in this episode that they didn't have her do that, start singing, and like the whole family come into the room. Right, with candles or something, yeah. Well, I mean, just, you know, like, Mom, you can sing, you know. (laughs) I I think that would have made for a better ending than basically they cut to the church where she's singing. Right, which was pretty dry. I mean, and granted, she's got a good like voice. The whole two, first two rows. Oh no, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't mean that at all. No, but um, no. yeah. But it was it was dry and you know churchy. <laughs> Nothing against church, but right. You know, you don't you don't tune into the Brady Bunch to watch you know church, whatever. Right. Um, yeah. But it got me thinking because like all the kids were in the pew, like you said, they took up the whole thing and. <laughs> It would take forever to get all those kids ready to go to church. Oh, Especially yeah. like three boys in suits, you know, uh-huh. like full suits. Right. Uh, no one knows how to tie their own tie, yeah. so you got to do all that. No, that would that would be just miserable. But um, <laughs> you got to start at like say it. for like a <laughs> nine o'clock service. You got to start getting the kids ready at like six thirty. Yeah, you get them up, and you know oh, Alice yeah. probably made breakfast before they went. Oh, you know what? I bet they just slept in and let Alice take care of it. That's what I would do. Make a what? full breakfast and get the kids ready. Have yeah. Alice get the kids ready? Yeah. Just make sure everyone's ready, Alice. We're leaving here at 8.30 for 9 o'clock mass. So 
It's all on Alice. That's how shit gets done at the Brady household. I'm positive. No, you're tr- you're right. You're right. Um, so it wasn't Florence Henderson. Like she she did sing, right? Like she was a yeah. singer. She yeah. No, she did. I mean, yeah. she did everything. Yeah. She did yeah. cooking shows, right? She did. She was a Westonality commercials. Blown. Yeah, she was a she was an entertainer. Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah, she was a full right. on entertainer. Yeah. She she did it all. Yeah. And then, so she we did. cut to, I don't know if you saw this, but they did go to a commercial. And they do come back. I don't know if you noticed that. I almost turned it off. Yeah. I almost did too because I was, the church scene was enough for me. I, <laughs> I had it then. But they came back and uh, Cindy's writing a thank you letter to Santa. I'm like, she's six. I'm like, I'm like just trying she's to like well, think of how that would look. Yeah. And then she does say, she's though, got I, her hope, act I hope Santa can read a kindergartner's writing or first grader writing or whatever. And very self-aware too. Then to be saying, yeah, that, you know? it, it just reminded me automatically. Like you were like, see, like either on Facebook or TikTok or whatever, when people like teachers will post their stuff that their kids wrote from like this grade. It's like you have no yeah. idea what it says. And I know yeah, I was like yeah. that. I was a terrible. Like I, mean, I don't know about speller. I can't remember that. But just penmanship was just atrocious. It still is. But oh yeah, back then especially. Yeah, yeah. I don't too. know how you would figure out what I was writing. <laughs> no. Yeah, my, my penmanship was so bad that they tried to put me in like a special program to improve my motor skills. Because I was, <laughs> the... I'm like, look, there's nothing wrong with me. I just can't write well. It's just I'm messy. You know? okay, yeah. I got a lot on my mind. I want to be a doctor. <laughs> I'm a busy kid. But yeah, yeah. I and got then, shit you know, I got to do. You know, I'm planning shit for the playground later. I don't have time to be yeah, writing right. my name properly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Cindy was just, uh, I don't know, man. I felt i felt like an underachiever after seeing six-year-old Cindy writing Santa thank you note for, for all he had done. And uh, yeah. that was kind of wrapped up the episode. Right? I don't. Yeah, Any no, that was hidden it. Hidden scenes, yeah, yeah. Well, no, good thing, Mike, thing. because we had, we had another show to watch too. Yes, it was a it was a double duty. It um, was. Now, in the pantheon of TV shows, this might not rank as high in the terms of classics <laughs> as the Brady Bunch does. Um, I don't know. It certainly holds a place. <laughs> yeah, just a, just a different genre, really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still um, a sitcom, but... So, this one we did, Three's Company, Three's Christmas. Um, my idea, I'll take full blame for full that. Credit. I was just looking for Christmas episodes of TV shows, and this show popped in my head. Um, and actually, seeing the beginning of it, I feel like I recently saw it on TV when I was flipping through the TV, like this episode. Oh, really? On. Yeah. Um, I, I remember pieces of this episode. Yeah. And, and well, that's I don't, the thing. Is like, I don't I'm I trying to think like, over, you know. yeah. And that's what was, the thing is like, I was trying to think, did I remember pieces of it or did I literally just see it? But I, yeah. the beginning really, I feel like I just saw um, like a couple of days before that. Could be. So, all right, let's just get down to it. Janet is putting presents on the Christmas tree. Um, she's got her usual pajamas on, no pants. Right, right. You know, um, 19, 1977. That's yeah, the yeah, 1977. That was, you know, that's how you got viewers. 
Um, right. I will. I did notice though. Like, she comes out. She's got no pants on. Jack, of course, is fully clothed. You know, he doesn't even come out without a shirt on. And Chrissy's right. got like a long gown that basically is dragging on the floor. You know, Suzanne Summers is probably like, "Hey, we're gonna try to play this cool a little bit." <laughs> Because it didn't last long. I mean, it didn't last long. And, okay, so just getting off the subject of this particular episode, do you remember, like, so Chrissy, like, here, you know, they played her as the dumb blonde or whatever. But do you remember, like, later, they made her, like, really dumb, like, right before she left. Do you remember? Like, she would. Yeah. It was, like, Like, like almost like she shouldn't. Yeah. Like, she needed. Yeah. Like, she shouldn't function. Assistance in life or something. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't know if that was her idea, uh, her way of getting so. off the show, or if it was the writer's idea and they were trying to get her off the show. I don't know what it was. I, I don't know. But yeah, know. she just got like super stupid. Here she just would say a dumb thing occasionally, but it was, you know. Right. No, I don't know. It wasn't super it's, dumb. Yeah. I, I always refer to Three's Company as like the show of just perpetual misunderstandings, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, no, totally which, is. Yeah, and, which that plays into. But. And <laughs> not long ago, I did post something on our TikTok. By the way, did you guys know we have a TikTok? Yeah, so please go to it because check we out, seem to be under out. some sort of, I'm sort of some sort of shadow ban. But um, uh, I did post a clip of the beginning of this show a while back, and someone's like, "That was just a TNA show." I'm like, "Yeah, it totally was. That's yeah. really all it was. I mean, it's not unlike some shows." nowadays that not necessarily like that respect but like they're like shows that just really don't have a point like that's and they stay on forever like remember when according yeah. to jim was on and that was on for like 10 years and you're like how is this yeah. show still on <laughs> yeah. and like all yeah. these like, other who, good shows would come this? and go yeah. and this thing would be like you have like arrested development that was only on for three years or whatever and barely survived Speaking of Arrested Development, I remember the other show I watched, and I wanted to tell you, Will Arnett. Remember that one uh, TV show where he did? I watched with it too. The yeah, Who Killed Santa? <laughs> the the Merville, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that, I knew that was there a great was episode. Yeah, so Murderville, Who Killed Santa? Will Arnett, he's a cop. He knows the script. The other people know the script. Then he brings other people in that don't know what's going on, and they got to figure out who killed him. He had Jason Bateman. He had Sean Hayes from the, their their podcast and uh, Maya Rudolph. And then they brought in at the end. Do I even want to say? Because that was kind of like a special thing. Yeah, maybe don't say. But but okay. I will say they should have had him earlier. Earlier? Like they must have just bumped into him in the hallway. He must have been doing something else somewhere. <laughs> they saw him, like, and they they saw him, him like walking down the street. Hey, hey, dude, 10 minutes. We only need you for like 10 right. minutes. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and it was funny really the whole time. Like he's like, he's like, what the fuck the whole time? You know, he really had no idea what was going on. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't so, give it yeah. away. It's good. No, I, w- I don't want to give it away. But yeah, no, that was uh, it was enjoyable. Like I had seen it when flipping through Netflix before that, and then my wife's like, "Hey, let's put this on." I'm like, "Oh, that's what this is." So I was pretty yeah, excited. Yeah. It was pretty good. I watched the uh, Conan Conan episode, which I thought was hilarious. The what? Uh, oh yeah, Conan Conan O'Brien. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've only watched a couple of them, but it's good. Good stuff. All right, back to the uh, Three's Company. Yeah. Uh, so so I said about uh, that. And then, so when she's putting the thing on, Jack comes out, 
and he's got a headband with a mistletoe on it and just starts freaking making out with everyone. Yes. Basically. Genius move. Also. Yeah. For a young young bachelor. Uh, right. I mean, but the, at some point he tries kissing Janet again with it and she has scissors in her hand and she snips it off his head. Right. And, and uh, I mean, yeah. Now, is that something appro- appro- appropriate for your roommates if they're girls? Probably not, even though you are close, you know. Yeah. But this was the 70s. This was, yeah. this was the era of uh, Family Feud with Richard Dawson making out with every contestant that came out sure. anyway. So sure. it was, right. you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and this is where we learned, too, that, uh, well, they, they go to open gifts. And, yeah. you know, usually you sit around the Christmas tree and, and do that. But they take them from the tree and go over and sit on the, you know, the sofa in the center of the room, which is probably better position for the camera. Um, right. But this, this is where we learn that Chrissy's full name is Christmas Snow. Right. But, you know, interesting. And I'm going to go on a limb <clears throat> and saying that is the only useful information we learned from this whole episode. <laughs> Yeah, true. This show yes. <laughs> was light on details or anything. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Chrissy gets a pillow, right? Janet. Yeah. Yeah, like Janet an emoji pillow perf- before they Janet, were popular. But... Did Janet get perfume from Chrissy, Janet right? Janet got perfume for Chrissy, right? And then right. he gets socks from both of them. Right. And then he gives Janet a like a kerchief type thing and Christy a belt. Yeah, like a scarf. Right. Yeah. And then they exchange <laughs> right, right in front of him. And and and, the, and then they kiss him. Right. Like, thanks for Christmas. Right. Which, At least right. that was on the cheek, though, wasn't it? Or no? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was on the cheek. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but you know what's sad about this, Mike, is that it was Christy's first Christmas away from home. Right. Which we haven't met the dad yet. Um, but remember when we meet him later, he is kind of a, he's kind of, a, he is not a fan of Jack or their whole no, situation. And he's like, a, he's a hard ass minister of some type. Right. Sort of. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, but Jack's like, Hey, that's fine. We'll have a Chrissy Christmas here. And he decides, he's like, I know exactly who I'm going to call. I'm going to call this one hot chick I've been seeing. And, um, of course, as you say, something goes wrong. So I got a clip of it here. Oh, <laughs> who are we going to invite? Oh. I know who I'm going to invite. Who? I'm going to invite the most sensual, sexy, seductive woman you ever saw. Well, you can't invite one of us. We're already here. <laughs> I mean the luscious Liz Martin. I really dig her. She's built like a... Hi, gorgeous. It's uh-huh. me. Listen, I have just been overcome by lust, and I've got a crude proposition to... Oh, hello, Mrs. Martin. Could I speak to your daughter? Yeah, that's like typical Three's Company joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which back then was funny. Now you're like... Well, yeah. Kind of hacky. It's it's been done. Right. But then the the Ropers come in, because they were out of town, but... Yeah. Turns out they they got kicked out of uh, Mrs. Roper's brother's house because Mr. Roper kept going on about how he the brother got a DUI and <laughs> wouldn't let up. So they they finally threw him out. 
Right. So, and I didn't think people cared about DUIs in the seventies. No, I didn't either. <laughs> it was like, really, that was a uh, acceptable. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah. But, yeah. No, it was. Yeah. And then, so we swing back to the apartment, the kids, um, and <laughs> I think it I turns out no one, times too. no one on their list wants to go to the party because uh, they're all going to the Stevens party across the street. They're having, they've been a partner across the street and they're having some banging party. And um, they're like, you know, why, why, why weren't we invited to this party? Like, what'd you guys do? Jack's like blaming the girls. They're like, we took you uh, to their last <laughs> party. That, that's why we're not invited back. Right. And he was like uh, juggling with their china or whatever. Right. Yeah. He's like, this is the first time I ever missed. But then Mrs. Roper comes to the door, and she invites them to come down and have a Christmas party with them. So Christy's like, yes, we're in. Because <laughs> she just, you know, she's in it for, like, the Christmas spirit. Not, right. Not for just getting hammered and, yeah, you know, meeting people or whatever. So, and Mrs. Roper's like, more people big, that big, She wants to tell more people her name is Christmas. Yes. It's the one, the one day of the year that it's really going to pay off. But, um Mrs. Roper's planning on baking a cake and playing spin the bottle. Um, <laughs> you know, Jack makes fun of that as like kids' games. Spin the bottle. I don't know. I don't know if I. Why would you play spin the real? bottle with the Roper? Why would they even want to play? Right. I mean, it's kind of what I, I was trying to paint that somehow. I just, yeah. No. It just yeah. It seemed weird. It's yeah. and like you said, definitely not a Christmas game anyway. Right. Right. <laughs> All right, everyone, gather around. We're going to play spin the bottle. What? Yeah. I mean, unless yeah. there's like a spin the bottle Christmas wrapping opening type thing, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm I, not think, don't know I don't think that. I don't think she was thinking that. Um, <laughs> but uh, but the, the Stevens call after Mrs. Roper leaves and invite, invite them to the party. Yeah. They're Apparently like, hey, they're... we didn't get it. We didn't hear from you. Because, you know. That is what people do who have a giant party. If one person doesn't respond, they call them saying, hey, you coming? Right. Or you they know, say, have... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, right. real, the reality is they'll just be like, those dicks didn't respond. <laughs> right. Not inviting them again. Yeah, they're right. off the list. But, of course, Chrissy's like, no, we're not going. Nope, I don't care. We're going to yeah, we promised Roper's the Ropers. Home. Yeah, but... Their plan is that Mr. Roper is going to want to go to sleep by 9 o'clock so they can go to the Christmas party after that. So they're like, we're all good. Right, good plan. That's yeah. good. Just party, party hopping. Um, so down at, down at the Ropers, things are kind of miserable right off the bat. So th- they arrive, and they're just kind of standing in the doorway. And it's just the awkward, like, silence, kind of oh, small wait. talk. Sorry, I just want to say one thing. Chrissy, one of her lines that, you know, was supposed to make her look dumb. Chrissy says, hey, we can bring this open bottle of wine. There's barely anything with it, you know, gone from it. And Jack's like, that's cooking wine, Chrissy. She's like, oh, good. We could drink it while she cooks. You know, but I'm bummed. Yeah, there, there, was, there was so much, like, bad comedy, <laughs> which they, they play it out well. So it works. It works on the show. It does? Okay. But when I, was, when, I, when I was writing things down, I'm like, if I repeat this, it's just not going to sound funny. No. So there's like so much of that that I just couldn't couldn't do. Right. And this is why I've said many times that it's hard to do comedy shows on the podcast. Because you're just repeating jokes. 
and they don't right. they're not as funny because you don't have the visual cues and everything else that go with it right and this is all like one-liners and, and you know right or quick like two-part right. jokes and you need the setup each other. you need the setup yeah. for it to, you know yeah it's not like the, the I master walking across the tightrope and dropping down on the car there's so much more action and stuff you can talk about <laughs> with that it's you know yeah this sure. is just quick one-liners but um all right, not sure where to go here. Mrs. Roper has a pink plastic pine-scented Christmas tree. Yeah. Mr. Um, Roper is also not cool with the kids coming down. No, which you knew he wouldn't be. He doesn't like them. No, he's always or, or anyone. He doesn't like anyone. Yeah, yeah. So before we get too far along, you know how I like to do this, Mike. How old do you think Mrs. Roper is? It's funny. I, I asked my wife the same thing. She's like, she's like, I want to say like seventy, but she's probably like fifty. Fifty nine. How old do oh, you think wow. Mister okay. Roper is? I'm gonna say he's sixty. Fifty three. What the fuck? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I looked at that. and I'm like, holy shit. Now, granted, they probably kind of dressed him up to try to make him look older because Mrs. Roper is a few years older than him to try to match it up a little bit. But, man, yeah, he's 53. What? Yeah. Look, wow. kids, everyone might, you know, you don't hear about it nowadays because it's already happened. But getting rid of smoking in most places really helps. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you don't know the winners don't smoke, for you. <laughs> you're just walking through a cloud of smoke, and it fucks with your skin. Oh, now, man. also, it also depends, I think, I would say this to my wife, it depends where you live, too, right? Certain climates are worse than others. The dry, arid climates, you wrinkle faster because it's so hard to keep moisture in your body. Um, but, yeah. I'm disturbed. 53. I know. I'm a, I'm a year away from being Mr. Roper. And yes. That speaks volumes. Yes. But you know what? You're not as old as Cranky as Mr. Roper. No, no, but <laughs> it's just around the corner. I think <laughs> so anyway, yeah. so they all come downstairs and they just kind of stand there because they don't know what to do. And then, you know, she has them sit down. And Mr. Roper is pouring these tiniest little shots of scotch that I've ever seen. Like he's got like shot glasses. A giant glasses, glass. Yeah. And he's only like pouring like half of that into a glass. Yeah. No. Um, he noticed notices that Jack doesn't have or does he notice or Mrs. Roper that he doesn't have matching socks yeah he does he notices yeah because Chrissy and Janet are both like why aren't you wearing mine why aren't you wearing mine so he wears one of each right which actually he's like oh it's a trend now which it is actually a trend now I don't know if oh yeah that, my but... daughter never wears the same two socks uh, I, I don't think my daughter ever has ever <laughs> I mean... She's yeah. like, whatever's good. Yep, th- these two work. I don't care if they're not the same color. Yeah. They, I mean, it's, it's like they can't be it, it, for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But um, Or just like, uh, I don't know about your boys, but my son almost would will never wear white socks, even the lowrider ones. My boys don't like to wear socks, period. So they uh, only wear them because they have to. And then the minute yeah. they're in the house, they... they fling them off and they're all over the place. Gotcha. So. Yeah, no. And yeah, same with mine. He, but he goes to school in Florida, so he doesn't have to wear them very often. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Mr. Roper's like, hey, I'm going to do a car trick. 
So he goes and brings some cards out. And he says, hey, Chrissy, take your card. And he's like, not that one. He knew that was coming. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, he's not very good at it. Right. And then so he does it again. She takes one. And he goes around. He's like, yeah, is that your card? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, look. Everywhere. And then, like, he, <laughs> Mrs. Roper gives him the card. It's the wrong one. She's like, I didn't want to ruin the trick. <laughs> so that wasn't very good. No. And then we find out Jack plays the piano. Who knew? I don't know. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that either. That could have come in handy in more episodes, yeah. I think. But, uh, and there were a lot of the one-liners came up while Jack was playing the, the piano, too. Um, I, I won't repeat them because, you know, <laughs> clearly they will not be funny coming out of my mouth. But um, at one point during this whole thing, the phone rings. And, oh, yeah. And Mrs. Roper was like, oh, who was that? Oh, it was your brother. You know, they find your earrings in the punch bowl. And then the, sh- the show moves on. But um, let's see. Um, where, where are we? Oh, so, so well, <laughs> playing the piano still. Yeah, yeah, playing the piano. Um, but then at one point, I don't know, Mr. Roper's talking about he can sing. So he s- sits down next to him and starts yeah. singing. And then uh, I don't know what the song was or what the line was, but he said something about, Adoring, what did he say? Do you know I the don't line? Know. No, <laughs> I didn't something that about a, about men they adore, and then so Jack oh. like flutters his eyes at you know <laughs> Mr. Roper because if y'all remember, that's exactly what I wrote. Jack flutters his eyes. <laughs> the, the, the whole premise of the show is that Mr. Roper wouldn't let a straight man live with two women. Right. Um, why? I, I, I don't know. Um, so he had to pretend he was gay to be able to, to live there. Right. Um, and since this is the seventies, of course, Mr. Roper does not, is afraid of gay people. Right. Right. Which, yeah. Not enough to not let him live there, but enough to right. be uncomfortable around him. But, right. Exactly. Um, like he's going to get his cooties on him or something stupid like that. Right. Right. <laughs> and then Mr. Roper is like, Oh, I got a surprise for everyone. And he runs back into the bedroom, and he comes out playing a trumpet, like military style. Yeah, bugle. I don't even know. Yeah, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. A bugle, yeah. And, and he goes, everybody dance, which I actually thought was funny when he said that. So. <laughs> and then they all and, pretend like they have to go to sleep because they don't want to be around the bugle. Right, right. Right? They had enough. They had enough. Yeah. And they're like, all right, you know, we'll go to the Stevens party now. Yeah. And then what Hell else happened? Yeah. Um, so then they head over there and then Stanley turns out had done this all on purpose. He was trying to shake them because when the phone rang, it was really the Stevens inviting them to the party. So they head over there as well. And, and do we get to see any of the interaction with that at all? No, we don't get to see the fireworks no. that happen there. No. What would have been a more interesting episode was actually seeing that. Instead, we literally see nothing happen pretty much this whole entire episode. Yeah, yeah. I even wrote down here, like, after that, like, so they go, right? And I'm like, okay, maybe this show wasn't so good. (laughs) Like, I know my mom did not like this show, and and (laughs) I can see why. I'd be like, I love this this show. No, I mean, as a kid, I did too. But it's like, yeah, okay, maybe it really wasn't that good. I mean, obviously, it's of its time, right? 
and that's right. you know supposed to be the one, point of I mean, our whole episode. This is one our episode, podcast. right? Yeah, but I think all the episodes were pretty much the same, right? Like you said, it was a show about misunderstanding. It it was typically somebody overhearing something, right? And every only episode, part of the conversation. Every episode yeah. was like that. Every fucking time, right? <laughs> and I and I loved it. <laughs> and but we were was, also like little kids, too. Yeah, yeah. And I did and hear the word hooker on the show for the first time, and I didn't know what oh, it yeah. meant. Did and you I ask asked my parents? mom. Yeah. <laughs> sure, she appreciated that. And my mom's dear like, oh, I, I don't know. TV, dear CBS, <laughs> how dare you? Right? So, yeah, you know, it's a coming-of-age show for me. Yeah. So then after all that happens, instead of seeing that fun stuff that might be with them interacting at the party or trying to hide from each other, we see all of them ending up at the Ropers and Stanley's fucking basically passed out like they're dragging him He's home. He's blacked out drunk, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Mrs. Roper's pretty wasted, too. Yeah. But the kids I mean, they all, all seem pretty, you know, <laughs> they seem like bad. The, they seem like the responsible ones. Yeah, oddly. Yeah. But, and that's the end. Uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Like I so, said, yeah, nothing was, uh, really happens. No, it was, a, you know, I don't know how long it actually was without commercials. Let's say 22 minutes. So it was like 22 minutes of one-liners. and <laughs> Right. Like, you yeah. know, they always say, like, Seinfeld shows, show about nothing. And it is, right? But at least right. they would have, like, a theme that, like, went through the whole episode and would all wrap itself up at the end. Yeah. This yeah. there was really nothing. This was just no. literally scene, 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 the end. Yeah. Like one liner, right. one liner, like right. you're saying. One liner at the end. Yeah. <laughs> not great. No, 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 not great. And I I wanna say I remember the show being better than this, so maybe um <laughs> maybe we caught a bad episode. Yeah, but I think we were also a lot younger and times were different yeah. and dumber. <laughs> yeah. Wait, season this is only season two, but still. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I don't we don't we'll even see. see Larry in this one. Like there's no one in this I episode. know, I said that too. I'm like, yeah, Larry wasn't in this. I don't remember when Larry came into the picture, but Larry also, or, like, uh, you know, Mr. Lana. Furley, he was he was also very good too. You know, sometimes you yeah. replace like when the the ropers left. Sometimes right. you replace and they, they kind of sucks, was, but Yeah, but no, he did good. Yeah, he did a great transition. That's because you got a good actor in there too. Now I'm not saying the Rupers weren't good actors. I mean, like they got someone yeah, good to be able to continue place. it. Yeah, yeah, right, right. They didn't just be like, ah, who should we get? Who's the cheapest? You know, right. like, right. hey, let's get a right. classic guy that everyone knows who he is and he knows how to act and be in a comedy. Right. So. Yeah. But yeah, that was it. So kind of a Christmas letdown, maybe for Three's Company, but. Um, yeah. I don't know. Brady's, man. Everything I remember and embrace about the Brady's. <sighs> Some good shit. But. Definitely tugging at your heart. Yeah. Three's Company, 174 episodes. Wow. Yeah. How many seasons is that? Do we know? Eight. That's a good run. And then you went on to the Three's yeah, a Crowd. Three's a Crowd or whatever. Yeah, Three's a Crowd. Which and all I the think... drama that went with that, right? Yeah, did that only last like I, one season? That sucked. I couldn't stand the wife on that, you know. Yeah. Or, yeah, the, 
And she was obviously in the end of this, right? Because they were already together, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, yeah. John Ritter, he was a national treasure. Oh yeah, he's awesome. Too bad he died so young. Love that guy. Love that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. Anyway, and that's so it, yeah, Mike? Brady Bunch, good. Three's Company, not so much. Maybe right. next time we'll find a better. Um, Christmas episodes. Yeah, Three's a Crowd only ran for 22 episodes, so probably like one season. Yeah. They're like, yep, that's not, yeah. that's, that's enough. <laughs> that was too many, yeah. <laughs> or it was two half seasons, you know, something like that. It might have come in as a mid-season replacement. Nope, doesn't yeah. look like it. There, yeah, there's so much I didn't like about that. Yeah. Was that the one that had... Like her the, father was in it or something. No, I know. The cook Felipe or whatever. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He was always right, and it all, And it had that one dude, the dishwasher. Or I think he was a dishwasher. He was like a surfer dude. I don't oh. know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was, yeah. I can't remember anyway. his name. So yeah, anything else okay. you want to say besides... Merry Christmas to everyone that listens. Mer- Happy of holidays. Course, Merry Christmas. Happy New Happy Year. Happy holidays. Yeah, you all took that them good all. stuff. Thanks for listening. Yeah. We appreciate it. We do. We were just yeah, talking we about how fun. So yeah, we just talked about how April is going to be five years, and Mike almost hit the floor when I told him. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it. Five years. Yeah. So that's, that's thanks crazy. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. Especially for a dumb Dude. show that we thought of while we were at a bar, basically. <laughs> right, right. <clears throat> and we've, we've had some great technical issues and oh, editing yeah. faux pas and things. Oh, so yeah. It's been, Always good it's stuff. Been, it's been good. Always yeah. good stuff when you don't have a team working for you, like, you know, the professional right, podcast right. that I'll keep popping up and screwing with our audience. Yeah, we're doing it all old school. Yes, Yes, old school in your house so. and your own laptop that the fans constantly run while you're recording, so you probably hear it in the background. Right. And I have and a squeaky chair today. <laughs> yeah. And All my right. dog barks in the background. So. Yes. We're good. So, yes, thanks for listening. Anything else you want to say, Mike? I don't know. What else, what else can you say? Uh, happy everything. Yes. All right. For this episode, I used to watch this. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. We'll see you next year. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.